Just a quick reminder before we start, while we're here to share information and support, it's important to note that we are not medical professionals. Please refrain from self-diagnosing any health concerns. If you have any worries, uncertainties, or pain, we strongly recommend consulting a qualified medical professional for proper guidance. Yours and your client's health and well-being is what matters most. Remember, as nail techs, we are not qualified medical professionals. Welcome to Pointed and Polished, where beauty meets health. I'm Christine, your local manicurist and nail allergy specialist. Like too many others, my allergy to nail products made my options for beautiful nails really limited. The lack of education around this topic and the negative health effects I faced greatly affected my career as a nail tech. So it has become my mission to make this common occurrence, common knowledge, and hopefully save a few of your pretty fingers along the way. With your help, we have created a safe space for support, healing, and intense mission and in getting back to beautiful nails. I'm here to answer your most common questions and with your help, spread awareness in this ever-growing and changing industry. Whether you are a career nail tech or simply have a passion or enjoyment for doing your own nails, I invite you on this journey with me to talk about what we love most, all while putting your own health and safety first. The phrase beauty is pain no longer applies, so let's do this. Hi everyone, um, welcome back to Pointed and Polished. So today I am talking to Suzanne Shade of Bare Hands. Bare Hands is a beautiful nail oil product um, I will share with you and I'll try my best to keep this intro short because I really think you will quickly understand why I wanted Suzanne as a guest and why I fell in love with this product. Um, but I don't want you to take this episode the wrong way because I am in no way sponsored by any product, by any company. Um, I'm, I'm interested. Please, if you want to sponsor this, this podcast, um, let's talk. Um, I have very specific guidelines for what's pointed and polished approved. But I don't want you to think that this is, you know, even an advertisement for a product at all. And although it's her, you know, the bare hands oil set is beautiful and I love it and I wouldn't be talking to Suzanne without my love for this product. It's not that. And I and I hope you'll get this out of this. But I I sought this product because I have heard your pleas. Your messages and your posts are loud and clear. Remember, I hear you. And importantly, I'm here to support you. And I know that myself and my guests, we spend a lot of time telling you, don't do this, don't do that, don't touch that, no, no, no. And I know that a lot of you are like, okay, that's nice already, but like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to use? And when folks enter this group, there is a panic. I sense it, I feel it, and oof, do I know it. I know that panic very well. For too long, I also went into this panic mode, right? I looked at all my options on how to do my nails with some sort of gel product or some sort of alternative, right? Everyone comes into this group, it's all the same. You've You've done the damage. You found out, oh my God, what can I use? Oh my God, I need to know. I need to put, I need to cover it up. I need to use something. Gel's the only thing that can work for me. I've been using it for so long. I know. Because I also went through 
this exact process, right? I looked at all my options. And then I think, you know, for me, what really did not help this process was the fact that I was in manicuring school. And when I was there, I was pretty much told that if I did not use gel or acrylic, then my training really wasn't worth it. And I wouldn't even work in the industry at all. So the desperation was like, whew, was like hard for me. It was there. It was tenfold. And I, you know, I did learn about my allergy and I understood what I was looking for initially, but I still didn't quite understand all the ins and outs of acrylate allergies in general and how this worked. And especially with how this was going to affect my overall health for the long term. And so I threw all that desperation at this. And as you can maybe imagine and or not, and what I preach all the time and will continue to drill into you is that I did a lot more damage than anything good. It was a miserable process. My nails were miserable and I was miserable. And it really wasn't until I just gave into this damn thing. I gave in and things really turned around and fast. And I touch on this in this conversation I have today. And so the last thing I I talk about is this idea of healing a lot, right? You come in, you say, oh my God, what do I do? It hurts. I need to cover this up. And what do I say? We say, remove the product and heal before you do anything else. So how do you heal? Well, what you'll hear is that it takes a little patience and it does take a healing mindset. And For a little more about how oil penetrates your nails and its benefits, I've written a corresponding post on Substack that hopefully helps explain this a little more if you're interested. And who knows, maybe after this conversation, you might even be inspired to make your own nail oils or look into other healing alternatives for yourself that isn't just covering it up. So if you are just now discovering your allergy and you're one of those people who are, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping so desperately to find a product that quote unquote works, then I would really encourage you to make this your time to heal to really dedicate the time to keeping your nails and your skin healthy, keeping yourself healthy, and learning to love your nails in a different way. Because I assure you that it is well worth it. So I hope you enjoy this chat I have with Suzanne. And hopefully you can take away that, you know, going natural in the future sometimes or even just in this healing time can be a really wonderful option for you. I am so excited to be talking to you today for many reasons. I We don't talk too much about business on this podcast, but I always like to show people, you know, especially if they're trying to get into the nail business, kind of really what all their options are. On top of that, you know, I I want to preface this whole thing with I sought you out because all of the followers that come to my group, they are suffering from 
horrific allergic reactions. And sometimes, you know, it leaves our nails in really horrible, terrible shape. And the first thing people want to do is just cover it up. It's, it's just like immediate reaction. Number one, cover it up. And so what I really wanted to do was, you know, we're, we say all the time in the group, like, you have to heal first. You have to, we have to promote healing. You got to take everything off your nails. And like, sometimes the thought of that for people who do their nails regularly is like, oh, absolutely not. Right. And so I really, I found bare hands because I was seeking something that could help, you know, anyone who is suffering from allergies and does have to wear their their nails bare, really Mm -hmm. go out with some confidence, right? Because that's the thing that's completely shot. And you have really leveraged this whole dry gloss manicure. It's really awesome. And we'll deep dive into it. But definitely want to just hear from you, Sue, you know, what's your background? What inspired you to start Bare Hands? Yeah. Um, So my background actually isn't in product or in retail. Um, I am an artist and a designer, and I did um, sort of commercial creative direction for many, many years. And um, I'm also just somebody who loves to, you know, tinker around with ideas. Like I, I just am always thinking about how to optimize things. And um, about five or six years ago, I was thinking about the nail space um, and just like wanted to figure out a way to do natural nails in a way that was just like a little bit more functional um, because I've always been someone who likes to go natural. And I'm always just like, gosh, there's got to be a better way to do this aside from kind of all the like block buffers and all the old fashioned stuff. And so um, yeah, no, I got to digging and doing research and, you know, I found a technology that I really loved. And, you know, I think one of the things about my creative background was like, how do you sort of build an image around natural that is really positive, that actually isn't about like, oh, this is something that, you know, is sort of a last resort, or it's something in the bargain bin of like the Walgreens that you don't really want to do. And it's like, how do you sort of build a positive like relationship with your nails and a ritual in a way that is, you know, that is really effective too, you know? And then I think that's the piece of it. When I decided to launch the business, I was like, okay, you know, I know how hard it is from a marketing perspective to promote things that are kind of maybe mediocre. And um, I was like, this has got to work. Like it's got to be a really amazing product. Um, in order for me to do this and do all this work. So, um, Oh, I mean, let's, <laughs> that, let's, that really let's talk about like how amazing your, the packaging is the glass files, like this stuff, you, you know, you want to talk about not mediocre. Like I am obsessed with the packaging, love a good glass file, love the idea of the glass buffer. How did you come across the idea of the glass buffer? So the glass buffer is, um, it's a technology that exists, but I basically can, I change the form of it. And so in, in, it's actually in, from, uh, Korea. And so in Asia, like this, this technology actually exists and it's fairly common, but it's not in the United States. So, and I think the reason why it is because it hasn't been really adopted into the salon protocol. 
Um, and I think that's where a lot of Americans kind of come at their nail routines. It's like everything kind of cascades down from salon um, systems and tools. And so this kind of comes outside of that in a way. And so when people see that, they're kind of like, oh, you know, this is, this is kind of interesting. Um, but what I did was I actually, I wasn't happy with the way that the product functions, you know, by itself. So I actually wound up creating that curve and that, that functionality then became something that I was happy about. It's beautiful. I love it. I mean, it was interesting because I actually, I wanted to be white. Like I kind of had this idea. I wanted to be this like little moon shaped and my, um, the folks in the U S had helped me, you know, sort of, you know, worked with my manufacturer and they helped me to kind of develop it the way it is. Um, so that's, um, that's been a really cool process. As well. I love it. And we'll be sharing everything with the, with the listeners here. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's like, it's a perfect little pouch in a pocket and it has the buffer in it. It's so cute. I absolutely love it. Tell us a little more. What is the dry gloss manicure? Um, so it's, I mean, I felt like I needed to name it, <laughs> you know, in love a way that. You'll be like, okay, it's got to, there sort of needs to be like a name for the process. And, you know, it's, it's waterless, obviously. So, and it's also paint free and solvent free. So I kind of wanted to like the dry piece of it was, you know, important to me. Um, and then gloss was really important to me as well, because I think like traditionally you think of buffers as like not quite there. Um, but when you see the result of it, you're like, oh, that's, a, you know, I actually was doing a, um, I did the Renegade Craft Fair. This <gasps> My favorite. Oh, so good. And so I would literally do, you know, the the demonstration and people like, oh! like they literally like, what is this crazy thing? So it is. Um, it's, it's really like instantaneous like no, that. It's, it's not like, it's not like an overtime. What is this? And then I show them. I literally am like, here's what it is. And they're like, this is crazy. So yeah. I know. And I, I just, I, before we even started recording, I just went through this whole thing about how we don't really use like video for this, but I feel the need that we have to kind of like show our natural nails right now. Like, because it's really possible. See? Yeah. Everyone look like it's, I'll do it. it. Yeah. No, this is like, so I'm like about four years in with this method. And, and one of the things too, like people get a little skeptical because they're like, Oh, does it, does it thin your nail? And that like, that's a really big topic for thing. And I know as part of, um, in salon worlds and, you know, obviously nail techs like see nails all the time. And, you know, I think that's a major concern. One of the things with the block buffers is that since that plastic and the abrasive material is kind of, it's really kind of a blunt instrument in a way. Like, and I think it really, it really does take off like sort of not, not just the superficial layers, but it also starts to take off some of the under layers. So I think a lot of nail techs have seen, you know, people kind of overdoing it and, you know, that's filing. Yeah. It's, it's definitely an issue and something I, I could, I can understand how people would be concerned about that when you talk about putting your nails at home, but it seems that this technology allows it to kind of more, is it like raising the oils to the surface, um, maybe just smoothing out those keratin layers to just so, kind of, is that what gives us the shine? Yeah. So what it does actually, and I was digging deeper into some research that um, there's a company that actually delivers drugs through your nail. So there's like a drug delivery system, which I didn't know, like this oh. is 
completely different. Oh, this is news to me. World. And so it's a company in Pennsylvania and they actually create devices that like sort of deliver drugs into the nail. And, you know, they had a really beautiful explanation of, you know, the, just the makeup of the nail. And there are sort of, there's a superficial layer of keratin that is maybe two or three cell layers. That is just sort of what I call like the candy coating of the keratin. And what it's, and then underneath, you know, you have kind of like your base, your base layer, and that behaves in a slightly different way. Um, and so what you're doing is, is that you're actually sort of sloughing off that superficial layer. And then that superficial layer starts to fuse to that like sort of base layer. And that's what's creating the shine. And, but the, the precision of the glass allows you to just literally stop there where you're like, okay, there isn't a multiple steps and you're not, you know, scraping and scraping and scraping. You're basically just being like, okay, I'm just very precisely getting the shine. And then you're, you know, you're basically stopping. And what's happening is, is that your nail regenerates itself over you know, probably in about a week to 10 days, it's actually going to regenerate and go back to dull all over. And so, you know, you get that sort of irregular buffing as well. But when you see your nail go back to dull, that means those super fresh layers are actually regenerating. Very um, cool. That's so interesting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and I have had debates, you know, t- to be super honest with you back and forth. I'm sure there are people who are listening who are like, that's not true. Um, but, you know, people in the Instagram world also, they'll be like, oh, your nail only grows out. And I'm like, well, you know, based on some of the research that I've done, you know, and from personal experience, it's like, you can see it, you know, you can literally see it regenerate. And as long as you're letting it go through that regeneration process, you know, kind of like cutting your hair, you know, where you're like, okay, you just let it go back. That's so interesting. I'm, I'm definitely interested to kind of read more into this, um, you know, more into this because those of us, you know, who have suffered from severe allergic reactions, you know, like we have lifting and you'll see like, if you've ever looked at like any of the photos of some of the bad reactions, you know, we, we lose kind of a lot of the parts of our nail. And I'd be interested to know, you know, maybe through my own research, you know, if regenerating those layers, you know, as part of the healing process, in addition to the oiling that we promote and the moisturizing and and all of that would actually be more helpful because again, we're so quick to just like put something on it, like put something on. And I think if we can really just kind of care for those layers and care for the skin around our nails and go out with, you know, and like allows us to kind of go out with confidence, right? Yeah, but it's hard because it, it requires a couple of things. One is, you know, I have this analogy, right? When you, you, remember, you know, when you see dogs who are like sort of chewing their paws and you have to put the cone on their head? Yes. <laughs> right. And you look at the dog and it's chewing itself and you're like, oh God, that dog, like, it's just, it doesn't know what it's doing. Like, I feel bad for this dog and it's got to have the cone on its head. But like humans in some ways do the same thing. Like you kind of, when you see weakness, like you're actually, you do have kind of a a reaction to kind of like, you think that attacking it is actually doing it good, but it actually isn't. And this is where a lot of people get into um, sort of, you know, nail biting and picking and those kinds of habits. And so it's somewhat related. Like when your body sees something that is like not strong and normal, it wants to like fix it 
Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. You know I mean, it's like you, you want to fix it, and this is where the covering up comes from, and this is where you just automatically want this like quick fix, and so you totally get it. But you you sort of you sort of have to rationalize it and pause and be like, okay, what's really beneficial is actually letting it letting them heal. You know, I th- think about certain products, and this is both you know kind of with you know, drugs or personal care products. It's like you think about things that are effective and then you think about things that are beneficial. And sometimes things that are effective are not necessarily beneficial for you. Interesting. Uh-huh. So with a nail strengthener, it it does strengthen your nail and it is effective at doing that because what it's largely doing is, you know, there is a plastics component to it, but then there are other um, particulate matters that are in the formula that actually helped to like make the nail rigid. Mm-hmm. So you are sort of adding extra, you know, I forget, I don't actually know like what that ingredient is, but it, it basically um, helps to, you know, it strengthens the nail. So when you use a strengthener, you actually are getting that sort of rigidity. But I think one of the misconceptions about a strengthening product is that everyone I think has a tendency to think that that's beneficial to your nail and that your nail is sort of somehow strengthening itself while you're using that treatment and that it's a healing process and I think it's when you really look at it for what it is which is basically again more of like a like a quick fix you know a coding yeah you're like okay I'm, I'm fixing it in a way but you're not necessarily this is so important and something we're preaching all the time and you know what you're never sometimes you're not going to make it and you know when you you know, I know tons of people who, you know, and I used to pick my cuticles really severely. And it's like t- to be able to sort of give yourself space and not, you know, not get into sort of attack mode and be gentle with yourself and be like, hey, you know what? I am going to want to pick my hangnail and it's okay. Like you just sort of, you you know, you, sh- you kind of correct your course, you know, you put your oil on and you're like, okay, we're just going to go at it better tomorrow. And Um, so a lot of it is, is mindset, you know, and it's, and it's like, how do you use tools and, and mindset work to, to get to that place? Um, like I, I actually have a trick that I use sometimes if I'm like really struggling is that I use, there are like those silicone nail protectors. Do you, have you ever seen those? Yeah. Used them? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah. I mean, so they're not designed for nail care. They're designed for um, like chefs and people who kind of need, you know, who do manufacturing oh, work. okay. They're meant to kind of protect the, your fingertips in like industrial settings. Um, but I actually like to use them. Like if you're sitting on the couch, you literally can't like not get a- after them. Like you just sort of put the protectors on your nails and you just... It's tough. That's to- super smart. I mean, that's how I got into oil. Like, people are like, but I can't use my phone. And so that's terrible. But it's. I know. Yeah. The phone, the phone yeah. thing. But I mean, that's funny. That's how I got into oiling my nails because for so long, I actually wore acrylic nails, acrylic and gel nails before I yeah. developed my allergy and before I started doing nails. And I found myself each time they started to lift, I would pick, pick, pick them off, start yes. chipping them off, you know, really yeah. doing some major damage to the nails and to yeah. stop picking them off, I instead got into cuticle oil. And so that's when instead, like if I needed something to pick, I would then just like, you know, sit in front of the TV and rub it and rub it as sort of a thing. So it is sort of like that kind of sensory, um, like, 
but it's beneficial. And I think that's the thing. It's like you giving yourself something to fidget with. Right. Like misdirection, but. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> like your brain like wants to like help your body, you know, like, and, but sometimes it thinks it's helping in the wrong way. So you're like, okay, if you can just give it something to like positive to do. <laughs> like, right. Yes. No, this is all wonderful. And like, I think that's, what's so great about your kit too, because it's something nice to carry around. It's, you know, it fits in the purse. It looks nice on the coffee table. It's like, looks nice on the bedside. It's just like, you kind of want to reach for it. And we yes. all know like how important oiling is. We talk oil, 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 like you can't have enough oil, like, yes. you know, whatever, ruin your phone screen. It's fine. But oil, like oiling <laughs> is where yep. it's at. Tell us a little bit about um, your oil formulation. Oh yeah. Um, it's, I am so, I love it. And I actually still batch it at home. Like I literally like you know, I'm in there with like my jugs in my living room. Um, That's what I do too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I used to, and my husband and daughter actually used to fill the pens, um, but I don't do that anymore. I actually jug it and then ship it off to get it filled. Um, but it was actually, so it was um, formulated by a woman named Alice Duvernel in Sonoma. And she, you know, it was definitely my, it was my first like product formulation experience. And it was my first sort of perfumery um, exercise as well. And I just immediately fell in love with it. Um, you know, she helped me to sort of balance, you know, what was nutritious, you know, like nails that were, I mean, the oils that were nutritious with things that could, you know, produce sort of a, um, you know, uh, a feel that was beneficial. Um, you know, the uh, castor oil is actually like, if you were to pick like just one oil that you would use on your nails and cuticles, it would be castor oil, like literal straight mm -hmm. castor oil. Um, but, and that has the most sort of nutritious like benefit for, and actually for hair as well. Um, but the fact that it's so incredibly sticky is really not super practical for people. Like they, you just don't want to have that level of stickiness like on your nails. So it is supported with jojoba and squalene to kind of give it a little bit more of, you know, a quicker absorption and yeah. a little bit more of that like lighter touch. So, and then it's got essential oils in there to kind of make that the experience of it like really kind of lush and you know it just gives you that really nice reward when you're you're doing it you know and i think the the scent aspect of it is really important because it also then that scent actually then connects into sort of this like healing place and then some people actually tell me that that scent connects them to sleeping so if they actually do it before bedtime the scent actually kind of is this like, okay, now I'm going to go into sleepy time. So I love that. It's so luxe. I love it. So again, it's like, it not only has to be effective, but it also has to be beneficial for you. Yeah. What do you think is, is there a such thing as too much oil? Um, I don't think so. I, I don't mean, think I, so either. I think, you know, one of the beauties of your, you know, of your skin and nails is that they'll, it only will absorb as much as it can take. Like it literally, it's meant to be a barrier. It's meant to protect you. So it, it's very selective on, you know, what it absorbs and how fast it absorbs. So, you know, when you get to that stage where you've kind of drowned it and flooded it, it like it won't, it won't absorb anymore. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned you have been wearing your nails natural for majority of, of your life. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, what what are some, I don't know, maybe some tips that you would give to people maybe wanting to explore wearing their nails natural for the first time? Because we did mention it's a process and that can be really hard. Um, We'd love to hear more about what your maybe tips would be. Yes. I have one really strong tip and this is not something that I kind of came out of the box with. Like you can see my nails are long and I like to keep them long. Um, but, and actually I will, I have one that's broken and I'll show it to you. Oh, bummer. Um, It's a bummer, but, but so the ability for them to look really good is not shine or color. It's actually length and if there are nail techs who are watching this, they'll be like, absolutely. Because your, your ability to get this like really precise shape so that each one of the nails is exactly the same as the other one, like will produce this like very like finished chic look. And so shaping is really, really important when you start out, because if you're in the healing process, most likely they're short, Mm -hmm. right? like, okay, I'm going to love them short, but to love them short, like it's literally just these little micro adjustments, you know, every couple of days, depending on how fast your nails grow. So it's, it's getting really intentional about being in tune with them and be like, okay, you know, I'm going to go back. I'm just going to do a little bit of shaping, a little bit of oiling. And, you know, maybe depending on how fast your cuticles grow, then it's like, okay, and then you're going to be pushing them back as you go. But it's, it's knowing that it's kind of a every other three, four day adjustment process and that you really can't just like leave them be, you know? And I think that's the piece of it where it's like, you just have to be intentional with them like all the time and, yeah. and keep them filed really, really perfectly. And once you get into that habit, then you're like, oh, you know, then you get this feedback of you look at them and you're like, oh, you know, they're, they're really nice. That's awesome advice and then of course you know kind of the age-old thing like um, nails are jewels not tools right a lot of people who are used to if you're used to you know wearing nail coatings especially ones like gel or acrylic you'll the first thing you'll notice you know is that your natural nails are going to be a lot more oh for sure because the coatings are kind of like it's like your protective armor right you're just like oh I've got this like armor on and you're right, the, the natural nail is a little bit less, um, you know, got to baby it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. But with the, but you're right though, with the consistent filing and the consistent oiling, they can be long and strong. I, I mean, I already showed mine, but never ever did I think I could have natural nails beyond my fingertips, yes. you know? And then when I developed the allergy, not only yeah. was all the damage done, you know, but having them, you know, attempting to grow them out and they were thin, they were breaking every two hours. It felt like, you know, and it was like, this isn't possible. It's not for me. I'm the anomaly. You know, everyone thinks this way, but what I really want people to understand is that a it's, it's very possible and it does take effort and it does take time and it does take patience. And you mentioned it before, it takes a mindset too, you know, to really commit. And I'm not saying, you know, majority of our listeners are just like, no, never giving a polish. Like you're crazy. Never going to happen. But I really want people to know that when you're healing, going natural is a beautiful option. And 
though your messaging really makes that clear, you know, on all your socials and the messaging, you know, on your website is going natural is a beautiful and is a beautiful option that can build your confidence again. So I I definitely want people to know, to know that. And I do appreciate your message of, you know, putting that out there of like, this is still a manicure, even if you are doing it at home. And even if there's no polish involved. Yes. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and the idea that, you know, it's part of, it's part of, you know, your whole continuum throughout the year, you know, it's like, you know, you'll have a couple of occasions or you're, you know, you're going to go with polish and without polish and, you know, just to be able to sort of have that option in between and, you know, to, to, again, feel good about it when it's not, um, you know, sort of straight out of the salon. And like one of the things that um, is continuously uh, interesting to me is that, when I start to have somebody have a dialogue with somebody in person about their nails, whether it's a friend or a colleague or somebody at a fair, I'll tell them, you know, what my product is and they'll immediately go like this. They'll be like, Oh, but my nails are terrible right now. Yeah. That is literally 99 out of a hundred people. And it is really striking, like how normalized it's been to just be like, Hey, I just, I, you know, because one is that, you know, it's, again, that's the expectation that it has to look perfect. And then the other one is, you know, it's, it's basically like, you're just, it's a personal part of your body. And I think that's the piece of it that you somewhat forget, you know, you think of it as like, oh, this is just on display for everyone, but it like, it actually is sort of a personal, you know, and I think feet are actually even more personal, like the, all of the surveying I do around feet, people are just like, I don't want them to, and, you know, it's like, I don't want people to touch them. I don't want, I don't want, you know, so it's a, it's a really interesting thing, but, you know, one of the things when I was developing the product and I was, um, you know, interviewing people and they would like say, I just, you know, don't look at my nails. And I'd be like, Oh boy, wow. You know, this is, this is a person who I look at it and it's like really head to toe polished, you know, like, beautifully dressed, beautiful hair, beautiful jewelry, beautiful bag. And they're like, don't look at my nails. And I'm like, girl, it's like, you're saying don't look at my nails. Like what's the, you know, like, what is it like for the rest of us? You know? So. um, Oh, but nail people like wear like the opposite, right? Like we'd rather leave the house without pants on and we'll just like, we wouldn't go without (laughs) like a proper manicure. I know that's for me. I won't, I won't show, I won't go anywhere without my toes being done. Even now it's November. I wear boots. Like it's just not happening. Oh my gosh. I got, I got into it with a friend of mine on Instagram and we talked about how um, we're going to veer off topic for a second is, um, is the, that there's a lot of like sort of introverts in the like nail you know, obsessive nail world. Have you found that as well? Or do you? I wonder, I think so. Yes. And I think it's because it's, it's such a self care me thing. And like, you know, women have always said, we don't do our nails for other people. We do them for ourselves. Right. Like we don't care if other people like them. And it's, it just goes back to your point earlier. Right. Like for for me, it's not a matter of other people seeing my nails or seeing them when they were in their worst state. I just didn't want to face them. They were in my pockets, you know, they were, my arms were crossed. Like they, I was hiding, you know, it was like me hiding from the world. Yes. Yeah. And you don't want to be in that, 
space. You know, you want to be able to look down. I mean, cause you look at them multiple times a day. Like you're literally looking at them like a thousand times a day. Yes. Exactly. And you want to look at them and be like, yes, we're good. Everything's good. Yes. So I'm sorry. I cut off your story. No, I mean, but that's like, that's, it's just super funny that like, I feel like, cause I'm that way too, you know, I'm definitely more of an introvert. And so I'm kind of like, Oh, that's so funny. I'm like part of the like introvert nail gang. Love that. Yes. I mean, there's, there's something to be said about just having like that quiet time to yourself. I know I'm a pretty outgoing person. I love talking to people, you know, I'll go to parties all day, but there is also something when I sit alone at my nail table, you know, it's like, you really like the world is tuned out. It's like a moving meditation you know, in a way it's like, it's crazy. I sometimes I'll sit there, you know, and I'll paint, you know, one nail, one color. And then I'll say, no, I don't like it. Take it off. And then you just, you just do that again and again. It's like, it's crazy. Yep. No, it is. And it's creative as well. You know, it's like, it's, you definitely are in that space where you're like, let me see what I can kind of, what, what am I in the mood for? You know? Yes. Um, I definitely see natural nails trending. Do you feel the same way? I feel we are in this episode, especially with the uptick in nail allergies. There's a lot more awareness than there was when I was exploring mine. And that was only just a few years ago. Um, I, I really see a trend in natural nails coming. What, what do you hope or like, I don't know, what do you hope is going to become the norm or the trends? Obviously bare hands is a great, you know, you know, so this past summer actually was really funny because um, I saw some like naked nail summer happening and like Alex Earl and like Tinks. And I don't even think Tinks has like restarted her nails. Do you, have you noticed that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, she, I mean, because she had sort of famously been, you know, like very, very into nails. And then I actually wasn't following her when she sort of declared she wasn't. But um, yeah, like a, a number of ladies who are just like, I got to summer and they were just like, you know what? Like I, I kind of, they just wanted to get off the hamster wheel in a way, you know, because I think that that's a piece of nail culture as well. It's like, you just feel like you always have to perform. And I think for a lot of creators, you know, they're kind of like, Hey, yeah, I feel like I just sort of constantly have to be sort of perfect in every way. And I think in, in some ways they were just like, Hey, I'm just going to get off the, you know, and sort of give it a break for the summer. And so I saw a lot of creators who were just like, you know what, hanging out with my, like, you know, on Cape Cod or doing, you know, doing their boating or doing whatever. And they're just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not going to have nails. I'm just going to go natural. And, you know, of course I'm like tearing them off. Hell yeah. I love that. Yeah. Naked nail summer. That's yeah. brilliant. Let's do yeah, naked I, nail I really New Year's. Perfect to just do that. So I feel like if, even if we got to the stage where we're just like, you know, summer, I'm just going to kind of take it off. Or, you know, it's like maybe you have a wedding and you're kind of doing like, you know, one session during the summer. Um, but the rest of it is just like, hey, let's figure out a way to, you know, love them without. Yeah, you know, it some. is super possible. And, you know, I was one of those people that really thought like, there's no way that that's for me. And now here I am. It's all I do. I mean, I still wear polish, but I do not wear nail extensions of any kind. And I went 15 years every day nonstop. Yes. And, yeah. you know, it's what you're saying. It's that hamster wheel. We call it like nail jail, like acrylic nail jail, because oh, once I've never heard of that. That's yeah. so funny. It's, that's, yeah. That describes it. Yeah. Yeah, nail gel, because, you know, once you start doing it, 
it's really yeah. hard to take it off. And when yeah. you do, the nails are so thin, yes. so yeah. damaged. You think there's no way, you know, they're extra short. There's lifting. Yes. It's like, oh, yeah. there's you just go no like way. a really high, high where you're like, oh, there's amazing. The looks great, great. And then you're just, then you go low and then you go high again. So it's like, it's really kind of dysregulating to go. You just sort of want to keep it like. Yes. Time, tiny. time and a little bit of patience. I feel like, you know, I feel like for me, as much as I'm like, trust me, the time and the patience, but yeah. as someone that did do that, like cover up, you know, self-conscious thing for way too long, I ended up making things worse. It really wasn't until I did get in that mindset of healing, being like, okay, like none of this is working. This is making things worse. My nails look horrible. They feel horrible, yes. right? I just kept like adding on and on. I felt like within just moments that suddenly I had my own nails, my own, myself, my yeah. nails, you yeah. know, that, that I can look at yeah. and I'm like, really, I love them and yeah. I fell in love with them. And I feel like it really wasn't that long. I, I know people say, oh, how long will it take? And, you know, it's going to vary yes. from person to person and, yeah. and the damage done no, and, sure. you know, your health and, and all of these things. But I think it's really just a little bit, a little bit of patience. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And it, it definitely depends on where you're at, for sure. You know, there are folks who have had, you know, sort of really chronic thinness and weakness, like their whole lives. And this is something that I would love to be able to solve in the world. And, you know, if I could like magically have a topical that would help people, because I think that you know, sort of feeds into the need to cover up and cover up and cover up. So I think there's a root cause of that where you're, you know, you would really love for folks to be able to have a stronger nail. Um, and some of that is, you know, that's nutritional and, you know, getting a little bit more of a handle on your sort of endocrine health and your like mineral absorption and all that stuff. And that becomes sort of the more complex part of the equation, you know, and, you know, a lot of times people come with to me and they'll send me pictures of like very deep ridging mm. of women who are even like under like, you know, 30 or 40 who have deep ridging. And, I'm, you know, and then we sort of go into some triage a little bit and we talk about, you know, iron deficiency and things like that. So that's when it becomes a little bit more complex, um, you know, but if you are, if you're naturally in a place where, you know, everything's, you know, medium strong and, you know, you're, you're ready to go, then it's a little bit, you know, it's a little faster. The transition's a little easier. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, I mean, really, and that's kind of the harder part, you know, like an, everybody is slightly different and, you know, even um, because, you know, we talked about sort of the growth of your nail and sort of the layers of the nail is a lot of that is dictated by your as women, your hormonal cycles and balances. So you can actually see women who are like postpartum, who are not growing that outer layer. So I've found that out in my, in my adventures. So, you know, even during certain like seasonal times of year or certain like places in your kind of hormonal journey that changes too. So it, you know, it becomes, it was, it's definitely a lot more complex than I thought it was like going into, you know, into this journey, but I've learned a lot definitely. And I know that it's, you know, it's, it's not always like the easiest thing in the world, but it definitely, you know, has a lot of reward. So. I love 
love that. Suzanne, this has, you have dropped some like major bombs of like <laughs> wisdom and encouragement and inspiration awesome. on top of like developing a really magical, amazing product. Um, what's next for Bare Hands? Where can people find you? Um, so I actually, one of my best retail relationships is Violet Gray. Um, and I'm really happy that I'm, I am with those folks because they have such a great curation. Um, so um, you can find it online at Violet. You can find it um, at my store. But I also, um, you know, I have a really big following in kind of apothecary, like regional apothecary stores, you know, of places that carry kind of mindful skincare and um, but then also, you know, gifts and things like that. So if you have a favorite sort of like clean living, minimalist, crafty apothecary in your region, like, um, you know, they'll most likely have it. Or if they don't, definitely, you know, let me know and we'll hook you up. So thank you so much for taking the time to to speak with us. I, I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll drop all your information. And I know this isn't the last time we're going to we're going to chat. Absolutely. I loved this conversation with Suzanne. You can hear the care and thought that went into creating a product that is beneficial to nails. And what a chic way to make natural nails truly glamorous. Here are what I think are some of the main takeaways of our conversation. Number one, mindset plays an important role in our healing process. I know it's just so hard to resist just covering up the damage, but find the mind trick that works best for you to avoid doing further damage to your nails and skin. Trust me when I say that you will be thankful that you did. Number two, the option to go natural can be beautiful. I believe that some of you may find it actually freeing. I know for myself, like many of you, I never thought I could grow my natural nails, but you may be surprised how quickly they can grow long and strong and you can really learn to love them. I still find myself switching back and forth and I do really appreciate the option of doing so because having healthy skin and nails has boosted my confidence tenfold and I really wish the same for all of you. Lastly, head on over to the Facebook group where I'll be announcing a giveaway of one of these amazing bare hands dry gloss manicure kits. It's so cute, so chic, obsessed. It looks great to carry around in a purse and it just really makes you want to reach for it. So if you would like your chance to win one of these adorable sets, please subscribe to the podcast and even share it with a friend. Head on over to the Facebook group. Shoot me a message when you've given this a rating and maybe you want to give us a little review. Just subscribing is great. Thank you so much for joining us today and I'll talk to you again soon. For more information on what you heard today, please check out the show notes where we'll share all links discussed today. You can also check out the information on all episodes and communities at pointedandpolished.com. If you know anyone who may enjoy this conversation, please subscribe and share it with a friend. 
This podcast is inspired by the amazing support I receive through my online communities. If you're looking for support in exploring your own nail allergies, please join the Nail Allergies, Disease, and Disorder Facebook group. If you're a nail tech, in-training, an educator, or content creator that wants to commit to quality nail education, health and safety practices, and speak up about the awareness of nail product allergies, then I invite you to my newest community, the Polished Nail Pro. The Polished Nail Pro is a growing, dedicated team of beauty industry pros committed to safe and healthy practices, modern education, safe content, and aim to provide resources you need for promoting your own nail course or to run a salon safe for sensitive clients. There are so many clients seeking salons to fit their sensitive needs. If you would like your salon featured, please help me grow this community and let's support one another. Right now, I am doing a series of giveaways in our Facebook group when you subscribe, rate, and write a review of the podcast for a chance to win some quality nail products that are 100% pointed and polished approved. Lastly, my door is always open. If you have any questions or comments about this episode or think yourself or someone you know would be a great guest for the show, please reach out. I can be reached directly through my website, pointedandpolished.com, in DMs through Facebook at my name, Christine Stober, or through Instagram and TikTok at Pointed and Polished. Thank you to all my incredible listeners for helping spread this information and awareness, and I look forward to speaking with you all again next week. Thanks for listening.